Hey everyone, and welcome back to the Gap Year podcast by Kalina Elkin. For the past couple of weeks, I have been organizing the future episodes, and I was wondering what is missing. And then I thought it would be a perfect time to do a solo episode, real quick, before we dive into a bunch of interviews for February and March. I got inspired to do this solo after almost recording one of my future episodes by saying. Almost, I mean, recorded the first half. Throughout the future interview, we will be talking about university applications, as I mentioned on the official Gap Year podcast Instagram page, and I really wanted to share my own past and present experience with university applications. And the solo episode will be the perfect time to do so. So, let's get started. Last year, I was doing the International Baccalaureate Diploma, as you might have picked up from the last couple of episodes I did. And I think all students that went through such an experience could say that it is indeed challenging as a student to balance all of this workload from extended essays and internal assessments to mocks and university applications. There is a time where you need to set priorities, and often university applications are left a little bit behind. At the time when I was applying, I really felt that way, a little bit suffocated by all of the challenges in school, and on top of everything, another deadline. It all came to these little moments where I sat down and tried to write almost the whole thing at once. But my adventure with university applications started a long time before those little moments in IB2 12th grade, and this adventure does tie up with my gap year experiences and goals. I remember in 11th grade the moment I realized that I don't have nothing to write about other than my interest itself for the subjects and things I have studied or read about in my personal statement and motivational letter. So I tried to get into a lot of services and clubs like first aid, which I loved, in order to broaden my knowledge in specific areas of the sciences I was passionate about. Started applying for internships also, which wasn't successful a lot because I was a high school student, and I was trying to keep up with everyone. So I dedicated my international baccalaureate years to working on my application and gaining a little bit more personal experience beyond what I did in the school lab as a science IB student. Just to clear this out, I was applying for biochemistry and molecular biotechnology and. I am still applying for those bachelors this year. I did get a couple of offers from universities in the UK for my applications last year, which I was so excited about. I was always wondering whether everything I have been doing was enough. Of course, I got a couple of rejections, big rejections, which was pretty sad at the time. But also at that moment, I understood that I need to take a big step back and focus on myself. Rather than go into this, I wasn't good enough mindset that is often offset during uni applications. It took me a while to talk about this openly because I was ashamed from this fact, especially when it came to applying to universities in Germany. But it is important in moments like these to reflect on why things went in such a direction, or to be. Or to be honest, even after I saw the rejection letters, I realized that through my applications, I have done so many things and I have experienced personal growth to such a level. So 
uh, be happy with what you have achieved. As students, we barely have time to do this and take a couple of minutes to take in and have these little victory moments where you see what you have accomplished and that it is really impressive. When I was applying to when I was applying to German universities, I misread the deadline for submitting a document for the German C1 TUC certificate. And this was the problem with my application there. They said that I should reapply for next year and give the document out to the with the application. And this was really stressful because imagine not getting in or not even getting, not even your application getting reviewed because of this one document, which was shocking for me. But when I decided to take a gap year, I told myself, now I have to set two priority lists. One list concentrating on my hobbies and interests, things like the personal projects that I want to develop and also setting a to-do list, concentrating on university applications. My gap year might have not been planned out from the very beginning, but through those lists, I kind of had a guiding point from which place to start. On my to-do list for uni applications, I had getting the C1 certificate and also making my application even stronger. I never had so much free time to focus on things beyond school and I really wanted to. So I did an internship, which is very hard to find, especially when it comes to STEM programs. I sent applications to research institutes and one pharmaceutical company, and I got a couple of rejections, some in Germany, some in Bulgaria, but sometimes they just did not answer. Some said that they would love to, but do not have a supervisor for me, which I understand. I am a high school student, after all, with experience only in the school lab, so I'm okay that I understand that they don't want me to uh, work with their super expensive lab equipment without supervision. But one place came back to me in Bulgaria and told me, yes, we would love to give you this opportunity. I had a month long internship, almost two months, which was amazing. My supervisor was very helpful and my knowledge was enough for me to understand the basic processes and concepts we were talking about during the experiments and it was an unforgettable opportunity for me. I also took up a few online courses which focused on genetics and one in programming which I talked about during my first solo episode. If you haven't heard it, check it out. These were the things I looked forward to adding to my application and make it even stronger. However, I just really wanted to say quickly, I did not want my whole gap year to revolve around uni applications. I wanted to focus a bit on resting and the other priority lists. So I dedicated just the first couple of months to uni applications. What I wanted to add here is that throughout my gap year, I did I did find the whole university reapplication process less less stressful. I rewrote my whole personal statement and motivational letter and I think that I ended up submitting an even better and stronger application than I did last year. When you do not have those external factors like homework, presentations and exams, it was easier to concentrate on your writing but also adding some extra hours of online courses and internships to your application as well. I applied mainly to universities in the UK and Germany, 
As I said, when I compare my personal statement from my time in DIB and my gap year, the gap year one is way stronger. And I think it's indeed exciting to see whether my application is thought to be stronger and more exciting for universities I applied to this year. University applications are a stressful process and waiting for these either acceptance letters or rejection letters is absolutely nerve-wracking. But please don't forget to take a moment and see what you have achieved for the past couple of years and know that you have done a great job and gave the most out of you for this application. Good luck to all of the gap year students out there currently doing their applications to UK or other European countries and see you in the next interview.